Hello, all you heathens out there. This is John Doe Chance bringing you the first episode of the podcast American Heathen. Do that too soon? No, that's fine. This okay. is uh, hey, there's a comedian in LA named Ishmael coming to the stage from parts unknown, just like any wrestler. This is John Doe Chance the third. You can reach <laughs> me at blind underscore warrior underscore poet or our American heathen Instagram account. That uh, Ishmael should uh, be using, but he doesn't. So I guess both is me. Well, I don't use it because I still don't see the point in, in I don't know, doing Instagram. For me, it, it doesn't make me money. So I make more money on probably YouTube and Facebook, and that's zero. So, yeah, why do I need more social interaction that isn't helping me in any way. But uh, yeah, so uh, you can find me in just about a random club in Los Angeles, California, doing open mic comedy, trying to spread the truth. Ishmael, spreading the truth. Truer than true. (laughs) Okay, we we sound drunk. I know I had some fun last night. I don't know about you. Last night, last night was uh, Saturday. Yeah, buddy. See, what did I do? I just drove drunk people around. Ouch. It's not a bad gig. I guess. But, I mean, do you go out to places on different nights? Or you just are concentrated on work normally? I go out, but it's always the same. I just sit somewhere by myself and I order a Black dark uh, porter and a a shot of uh, Irish whiskey, and then I drink it. Okay, and then eventually I go home. Damn, sounds very dark, sir. Very dark. <laughs> Speaking uh, of non-dark, let's talk about Shazam. Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> All right, yeah, I I saw Shazam. You saw Shazam. Yes, we both Shazammed at different times. What'd you think about Shazam? What's my name? Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I honestly, I'm trying to figure out what uh, DC is trying to do. Are they they an adult film or are they a kid's film? Because I liked it, but... For, I, I don't know. I guess I haven't seen a lot of kids' films lately, and I just thought this was very adult-driven in some ways because, like, like, the language. I thought the language was a little way, way too much for a kids' film. Like, the, 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 what the main villain calling their place a shithole and and then them using, you saying shit in a, I believe, what, PG movie? 
is like I wouldn't bring my want to take my kid to that, and I wouldn't want them. Was it PG or was it PG thirteen? I'm not sure. Uh maybe it was PG thirteen, but it felt it just PG kinda... thirteen. Huh? It felt PG thirteen. Okay. We'll look it up well, later. I mean, I mean, to me, I kind of just it was taken aback at that, and even like the 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 little seven deadly sin demon thing, them decapitating. Like one of the one of the board members and stuff, I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of extreme there." Well, but I don't remember know. Remember the, the kids' movies of the old, like the the good movies, like Goonies and Goonies. Yeah. Didn't they say "fucking Goonies"? Don't fuck did with the they? Goonies. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they did. It's been so long, but I guess, like I said, maybe it's just the climate we're in. I'm, we're all like desensitized to a lot of stuff. Like even when uh, the the handicapped kid, not handicapped, but the 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 disabled guy who like flipped off the uh, two the two uh, bullies when he was after he was getting his butt whooped, I was like, whoa, I, that was something I wasn't expecting either. Well, I, for one I mean, thing, I think you can say a handicap. I mean, a handicap should okay. be fine. But I mean, like, you know, once again, I was just like, you know, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was just expecting a s- lovable, sweethearted film that we could talk about. And those things kind of just, you know. Well, I mean, if I go back to the movie, this kind of reminded me of um, mm-hmm. uh, Never Ending Story. The, uh-huh. the, yeah, those those movies tended to be a little bit more violent. And to tell you the truth, uh, that's why kids' movies, when we were growing up, were better. I mean, you remember the Goonies. They were shooting at each other. It was pretty violent. Never Ending Story was violent. Uh, yeah. one, one of my- and, and there was a scene in that where he, like, flipped off the, the his bullies as well, like, while he was flying over them <laughs> yeah. in, in, in that dog. That's so, why yeah, maybe it, it brought back a little never ending story uh vibes to me. Not as good as never ending story. I mean, you know, oh. that was that was directed by Wolfgang Peterson, but uh it was good. It was good. Um yeah, I remember the movies we grew up with as kids were really good and they were they were more dangerous and violent. I mean, if you think about kids, I mean what he's probably he was going I think they're in high school. So I mean Kids in high school, they, they say shit and fucking they, they do bad things. So, I mean, it's, it's okay for a movie. Yeah, we don't all live in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But even like if you look at all, most of the uh, what Marvel movies, I think one of the main, one of the big things one time was when, uh, was it uh, Days of Future Past or, no, uh, First, First school or x-men first the one where the one the, the well the one where the first time you see james uh james mcavoy as uh professor x they try to seek help from oh wolverine, wolverine. Him to fuck himself or something yeah like they don't use that word in 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 uh most of the x-men movies no well, i mean um uh, marvel does try to go a little bit more uh pg Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it it feels realer when you know they do use language we use, you know, in 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 the modern era. But like I said, I was just thrown aback by that. 
Uh, I found it weird that we saw the origin of the, the, the villain before we saw the origin of the hero. And then I was even thinking, how often do you see that in, in like a comic book movie or in most movies? The last time I can recall that is uh, Unbreakable. But Unbreakable, I think um, Mr. Glass is actually the lead character. I think when they say Unbreakable, they're talking about Mr. Glass. That's why he's the first character you see and then the last character you see. Oh, hey, that's some movie nuggets there. But yeah, but then, so then when, since they already introduced the villain going through the same, not hero trials, but seeing Shazam for the first time, when you first see Shazam, uh, when, when Billy Bats first turns into Shazam, the mystique is already gone. You know exactly what's going to happen you know just just some weird observations it was a good movie i don't i i didn't want to go see it but since we're starting to do this podcast i guess i'm i'm forced to see movies that i don't particularly care for sooner rather than later so <laughs> yeah well i mean i actually think um this might have been like uh of course we're not counting the nolan dark knights but um mm. this is probably uh the second best DC movie, second to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Right? I mean, A Man of Steel, uh, it was good uh, in the beginning, but I think uh, it lost a little bit in the third act. Uh, Batman versus Superman, it looked really good, but uh, the story wasn't that great. Justice Martha. Why did he say that name? Martha. <laughs> like, what? Justice I, I, I with mm-hmm. all the stuff that I heard about that movie, I didn't see it till it came out on DVD. Because I was just like... Which one, Man of Steel? No, uh, Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah. Bat- I wanted to see it, but then I was like, no, I'm I'm staying out of, away from this one. Yeah, I mean, Batman versus Superman, first off, they're taking, you know, Frank Miller's grand masterpiece of a graphic novel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they just took a shit on it. <laughs> But it looked really good. I I, I must admit that uh, the best-looking Batman was Ben Affleck. Hmm. But Zack Snyder is really good with um, his aesthetic application. He loses Hmm. something with his storytelling, which isn't, I guess, all his fault, right? Because you got a screenwriter. Um, The weird thing is DC, they have all the rights to all the characters, so they have the ability to really, you know, put together a world but they don't mm. they don't really seem like they know what they're doing like they don't seem like mm. they really got together and talk about it but mm. i am interested to see how shazam works in the justice league you know uh he's yeah. he, the the weird thing is he's basically like i mean is he as strong as superman or is he weaker than superman but he's basically just a weaker version of superman that's a child right yeah yeah, um, I think so, you think you're right about that. I would be I mean, interested to see like how Superman and um, Shazam interact with each other. Hmm. If it's uh, who's uh, who's even Superman? I heard uh, stories that Michael uh, B. Jordan might be the new Superman. Oh, I I thought that was an early April Fool's joke. I don't know. I, I don't think uh, Henry Cav- uh, Cavell Cavell right? Henry Cavill. Yes. Yeah, I don't think he's Superman anymore. Uh, ben Affleck's not Batman anymore. So, yeah. 
but I, I kind of was one of the one one person who kind of doesn't want Superman to be black. It's just, I don't know, kind of weird to me. Well, I mean, I just want him to be good. But the thing is, I thought Henry Cavill or Cavill, Cavill, Cavill was a actually really good Superman. I just mm-hmm. thought that the the script itself wasn't that great. But he's he was a pretty good Superman. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. I Contract restrictions, like the whole, I, I want to say mustache gate from Mission Impossible and him having to do reshoots and then CGIing a, you know, a, a upper lip on him and everybody's in hoopla about that. I'd kind of have enough, enough of that situation as well. Well, I mean, um, that can happen with anyone. I mean, Michael B. Jordan could have a mustache too, so like you never know. They, they, they shot the reshoots like a year later. So, I mean, and he was filming a film as they were shooting. So that happens. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Shazam. The, the, so I thought, uh, I kind of wish they had more of a, because the best part of Shazam was like when he's like figuring out who he was. He's like, you know, the kid running around. Yeah, doing yeah, doing the stuff. Test. Sometimes I wish they had more of that stuff. Even in Superman, I wish they had more of that stuff. Like, just having fun with his powers, you know? Oh, mm. the, he was not a... I mean, he'd have to be when he was younger, you know? Well, yeah, he, but I mean, much of Superman was when he was younger. Uh, at mm. least the Man of Steel. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, In the yeah, DC what, universe, were you familiar with the villain? Because I'm not that familiar with Shazam, and I wasn't that familiar with the the villain in the story. So no, to from- tell you the truth, I think I, I, I read one Shazam comic in my mm. whole life. Mm. Um because he's a cool I mean the concept of the character was cool, but I, I just um I wasn't really into DC like that. I, I read a lot of DC comics, but a lot of the mm. standalone comics because that's where DC was always really good with their mm. standalones like Dark Knight, you know, returns. Stuff like that, but uh, I was more of a Marvel guy. Hmm. Well, I think that kind of helps a film, like, like, because, like, if you if a person walks into a theater or at least a comic book movie, I think if you're more familiar with the villain, then you kind of might enjoy the movie a little more. Me not knowing this villain at all, I think hindered my enjoyment factor. Because I'm like, okay, what is who is this guy? What does he do? I don't, you know. Here's a question for you. If he's um, the main arch villain of the Shazam story, I always thought that was Black Adam because, you know, they share the same power set and whatnot. Oh, is that? Well, Black Adam is, um, I thought Black Adam was uh, someone else's villain because uh, there's a Black Adam movie in the works. Uh, Rock is Black Adam. Well, he, I mean, he, I believe he's uh, Shazam's arch rival, arch villain type thing. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I, I, I thought maybe he was a Green Lantern vi- villain or something. But I know there's a Black Adam movie in the works, and um, it's uh, The Rock is Black Adam. Yeah, yeah I was hoping there'd be some talk, or maybe in the uh, post credit scenes now, which almost seems like a comic comic movie staple. There has to be a post-credit scene, no matter what universe you're in. 
Did you understand the uh, post credits uh, scene? Um, I, I I meant to look it up, but I didn't. Under, um, I don't know who that is because I'm not big no. into the universe. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't know who Caterpillar Man is. <laughs> or maybe maybe in the next film he's a actual he's a evil butterfly. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, I I mean, uh, he he should make a really fun dynamic to the Justice League if they. If that, that even happens, I have no idea what's going on. I don't even know if uh, the Flash is going to be uh, coming back as the same actor. I heard stories that they're having issues too. Like uh, they're trying one more time at the script, and he's uh, Ezra Miller is actually going to write the script. And if they don't mm-hmm. like it, they're going to go with a, a new Flash. Well, here's a question for you: um, What's the the uh, the wizard's name? Is Diamond? Uh, Diamond Hans Hansu. All right. Does when when you see him in films, does it take away from the film for you? Because it seems to me like every time I see him, he's playing the exact same guy, but with like either like a beard pasted on his face or like <laughs> straight hair or like because he was in um he was also in uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Mar- yeah, like I mean, and he he doesn't seem to really like be an actor. He's always playing the same guy. He just talks really deep and he's mean he's like say my name say my name but is that because of his accent or what are you trying to say i'm trying to say like i mean um you know like uh he 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 doesn't seem to be a character he always seems to be him in the Mm. movie so like when you when you see him show up it sometimes takes away from it okay yeah i could see that but yeah you're you're right i i i don't get as strong as a feeling of like you're saying, but yeah, I do get that feeling a lot. Like even in non-comic book movies when I see him, but I think that's just, I guess that's his crutch to bear. Cause I mean, there's some actors, same thing. Like some people say, whenever you see Samuel L. Jackson, it's not Samuel L. Jackson as that character. It's just Samuel L. Jackson in a role, you know? But yeah, yeah, I don't like get that. Nick, with him. Nick Jackson instead of Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, some people do that, but yeah, I I see where you're going with that. Like, what's his face? Jude Law. When Jude Law was in Captain Marvel, I didn't think, oh, it's Jude Law playing a character. It's this actual character, you know? Yeah, like I mean, um, sometimes I think that takes away from it, but it's not not enough because he he's not in there that long, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I I see that. Mm, yeah. Uh. So so you would recommend seeing Shazam, or it's just a movie and check it out, or when it comes on DVD or on well, streaming. Right TV. now, this moment, go see Shazam. But in a week after, you know, all the good comic book movies come out. I don't know, but I mean, I it's it's a good movie. It's I uh, like. I would think uh, it's a. It seems like it's a fun movie. It reminded me of. Uh, the old movies we used to watch, like, you know, um, mm. but the thing is not as good as like, you know, as I was saying, as the Goonies never ending story, even mm. stranger things. I always, uh, think back about this movie. I saw when I was a kid, it was called the lady in the white dress and it was a kid's movie. And to this date, it's probably like one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Lady. I've never even heard of it. It was is about, it an American kid, movie? Uh, he lived in this house. And uh, in the same place, uh, there was like this, um, this child was like raped and murdered. 
and uh, wow. they they um, sent this uh, like this uh, black guy. This um, with, like he was like uh, not that intelligent. He might have been a little bit of um, touched, as they well, say. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, and he got in trouble for it. But so when the kid would walk around this place, he would see the ghost of the the mom, I guess. Uh, it was weird. Like, the mom murdered the kid or something. You know what a lady in white ghost is, right? No. What is a lady in white? What does it's a ghost a, lady in white mean? It's, a, it's like a common thing. So what it what happens is they're ghosts, but they're, they're female, right? And uh, mm-hmm. they, they've usually... Uh, done something to a, a child like you know like postpartum uh depression like they they mm. drowned a child or they were cheated on or something but mm. uh you you're supposed to like um when they appear to you if you're like uh kind of like not pure of heart they they murder you like if you're like say you're driving in the uh in your car at nighttime mm-hmm. and, and you look uh you see a girl in white on the street, uh-huh. you and would I, drive over her. No, if, drive you, like, if you pick her up, but uh-huh. to hit on her, uh, like she'll murder you or something like that. I don't know the exact uh-huh. story because it's something to do with like infidelity or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's in uh-huh. um, it's in a lot of lore. Yeah, well, that's that's news to me. I've never, well, I've never seen. <laughs> oh, you got you got to know you got to know stuff like that. What do you mean I got to know stuff like that? I don't think I got to know stuff like that. I mean, it's an interesting fact, but yeah, I don't think you have to know stuff like that. I know you should know because like, uh, if, uh, um, if you do it wrong, you might get murdered by a ghost. So well, once again, I don't think I'll be picking up <laughs> hitchhikers dressed in white <laughs> Well, I mean, if you don't pick them up, that I think that could uh, something could happen too. I think I I saw a lady in white ghost once. <laughs> I was I was I was driving in a, a Pennsylvania road, and I swear I saw um a a lady walking on the side of the road, and I looked uh, back, and she wasn't there anymore. Hmm. And this but, is there's no uh, uh, let's say libations at work. This wasn't a night you were drinking or anything. No, I, I I don't drink to drive. No, I was just driving. I could have been tired. You know, I drive at uh, night a lot, and I drive cross country all the time. But um, no, I don't think. I I think I was. I mean, I was probably a little tired, but I could have swore I saw. But the the woods do uh some weird stuff to your mind. Like, have you ever been driving, uh, at nighttime, in the dark, and you have to take a piss? And so you stop on the side of the like a, a forest road, and you get out, and you you know you you walk a little into the woods, and you start taking a pee, and like it just starts to get like really freaky, and you're like, man, I gotta get back in my car, and you like kind of get in your car, you gotta lock the doors, and just like like I gotta get out of here now because I'm scared scared of shit. Uh, well, I hate to tell you, but I'm I'm considered city folk, so yeah, I don't know what this thing of a forest you're talking about is maybe i'll google it <laughs> after the show and if i were to take a piss believe you me i'm never taking a piss <laughs> in, in in any shrubbery like i'll, I'll like i've i mean i've 
I've never taken a long enough trip to have to go take a piss in a forest. I think that's an East Coast, West Coast uh, rivalry rivalry we're going to have to have. But yeah, never, never, never taking a piss in a, in a forest or shrubbery. Like oh, I'll maybe drive and drive and look for an alley that's not well lit. But yeah. No, it's yeah. a really cool thing because uh, uh, you forget, like when you live in the city, mm. you forget how dark nighttime is. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, there's like is. when you go in the yeah, country, right? And you, yeah. and you turn off the lights, you can open your eyes and close <laughs> your eyes and there's no difference. That's how dark <laughs> it gets when there's no electricity. <laughs> Unless yeah. the moon's out or something. But like it's, it's, yeah. a, uh, it's a really cool uh, thing because mm. it makes you think about like, because we've had electricity for like about maybe what, like 150 years, maybe not even maybe. Yeah, maybe about 100 years. Right. If you go back to um, like what, like 1890, there was probably no electricity. Right. I don't yeah. know when maybe just like, the rich had it or something. Yeah. So think about like back then, nighttime was so dark that you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk without running to, into the tree. It changed the mm. whole world electricity. Because electricity, you know, we work at nighttime. We can see, but back then you couldn't see. You know, it's a mm. it's a big deal. Mm. And sometimes you should uh, you should go in the woods and just yeah. like remember how good you got it. Like you're like, wow, man, electricity <laughs> is fucking awesome because this shit is I, scary. <laughs> I I think I know I, how good I got it without going into the woods. Like no good stories end in going into the woods at night. I'd like to think. Well, there's probably maybe some good stories, right? Maybe you run into like a um, a fairy or a forest nymph or something. They're just like really <laughs> hot girls that run around. Did you just say a forest nymph? Yeah, forest nymph yeah. or maybe maybe a fairy. Maybe a couple of uh, dancing witch- witches naked around a fire. Hmm. Well, Coachella is coming up this week, so... Oh really? Are you going? Do you realize how much that is? That shit's like at least three hundred, four hundred bucks for a ticket, and then you still gotta find lodging. You know, just drug. sleep in your car. I well, I guess, but no, I'm not going out there. It's something I put on my bucket list to do, but yeah, I'm, I'm good on going all the way out to Indio for a rave. Or, I might you know, go to Woodstock this year. I'm thinking about it. They they re they revamped Woodstock, right? Like it wasn't always a year thing. No, no, this isn't a year thing. This is like the 50 uh, year anniversary. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I would think That's about going, but like it's like Jay Z's headlining it, and you're like the old Woodstock. They had Janis Joplin, Jimi yeah. Hendrix, The yeah. Doors. We get Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's a modern day. Something I don't know what you call him. I'd say modern day pioneer in hip hop. No, so, no, I mean he, he's good and all, but like Janis Joplin, like yeah, she like yeah. invented rock and roll. You yeah. know, it's like if you ever heard uh um Janis Joplin do "Summertime at Woodstock," I don't think so. When you I hear it, you should you should a little piece of my heart, baby. Well, yes. no, that one's good, but you should play uh "Summertime." It's like you're actually listening to. Rock and roll being born. Oh boy. Like it's it's amazing. Like you're like, whoa, like Jimi Hendrix, I, I believe he's playing the guitar. 
Mm. And uh, she built out um, Summertime, you know, because Summertime was, a, a, I think Cole Porter did Summertime. So it was like a, a musical song. And then you got Janis Joplin. Uh, she took it and she, she added that like rock and roll voice to it. And Hendrix on the guitar. I think it was Hendrix on the guitar, but it's, a, it's an amazing song. We digress though, because we were well, we were talking about Shazam. Well, yeah, go go see Shazam. I like Shazam and um, oh, oh um, Zach uh, Levy Le- uh, Levy, right? Zach Levy, right? Is it Zach Levy? Zach Levy? Uh, Zach Zach Levy. Yeah, either one will work. He's a guy yeah, from he, Trump. Yeah, I mean, that, that transformation was interesting. I was surprised he held his own. He played a good Shazam. Yeah, he's a good. Uh, I like him. He's a. He's got a lot of charisma. He's a. He's a good. Uh, a good superhero. He's funny, you know. He's a. Uh, he's good. I like him. Um, because uh, he's. Uh, you saw Justice League, right? Yes. So when you think about the Flash, right? The Flash is supposed to be that guy, the funny, humorous guy. But uh, yeah, the, uh, Ezra Miller, his Flash seems more like a child molester. <laughs> What? And, like, I mean, like, he, he sounds so out of left field. Well, I mean, like, not a child molester. Like, when, like, so, like, when uh, he's, he's just more of a dark, he's got, like, more of a dark soul to him. Okay. So, like, okay. yeah, so when he jokes, it's like, you still think, like, he might stab you in the face, you know? You're like, haha, this is kind of funny, but I think you're a little crazy, you know? <laughs> so, but, like, uh, Zach, you know, his uh, Shazam, he's like, you know, he's he's really funny, you know, he, he really seems like a lighthearted kid. Whereas, he's, a, he's an adult male with a child's mind. So, but, yeah. I mean, even when he played Chuck, you know, and even when he was in Heroes, you know, he uh, in Heroes, he was more of a bad guy, right? To be honest, I never saw Heroes, so. Yeah. I, I think but, I maybe tried to watch it one time, like, see one episode, because I fell off the face of the earth or I'm still falling off the face of the earth when it comes to uh, network TV shows. Yeah. Hero was, uh, it was okay. Hero, uh, hero, heroes. It was, uh, I mean, it was decent. It wasn't uh, anything special, but it was cool. So my, here's the thing, uh, thinking about uh, falling off the earth. Are you into game of Thrones? Oh yeah. Of course. The last season of Game of Thrones. Uh, have you been uh, watching the trailers for it? Uh, I mean, from what I've seen on, let's say, YouTube or something, the only time I've seen a Game of Thrones trailer is when they, when it's just advertising HBO streaming or HBO Go. I've never seen an episode of it. I would, I would have loved to gotten in on the ground floor, ground floor because medieval stuff like that is something I'd like. But yeah, I I have not seen one episode of Game of Thrones, so I can't be as excited for it to end. I've been part of Game of Thrones since the book. It's really funny. Uh when uh when the first book came out, he did a book signing. There was like like five people there. <laughs> you know, no one really knew who he was or what it was about. But it's it's a really good book. The book is really good. Like, um, go read the books if uh, you haven't. They're they're really good. They're fun reads. You know how much I love reading, so I'll put that on my list. Sarcasm. Well, I mean, if you gotta read, you might as well read Game of Thrones because it's badass. Well, funny you should say that. Uh, 
are you I, I don't think you have to read in this world anymore. I mean, I I can't even imagine I can't even imagine the last time I read a book. It has to be at least 10 years. Well, I mean, um the normal folks don't have to read, but we have to read like uh like as entertainers. I mean, I I write screenplays, right? So, uh-huh. I, I mean, uh we got to read cuz that's where when you watch movies, it's like you're watching book reports, you know, but you can't just live your life on book reports. Sometimes you gotta you gotta go to the source. Nah. I mean I've been told re well, yeah, I've been told reading plays helps an actor, but I don't know what to tell you. Well, I'd, I mean, I'd rather play. watch a play. I'd watch I'd watch a play, I'd write watch a great performance, but I'm not sitting around reading musicals and plays just because I feel like reading a play. Well, I mean, like it's this—it's the same thing. Like uh, you're watching a performance, but you're not—you're mm-hmm. not getting the whole thing because you gotta—you gotta read the performance because, like uh, uh, Shakespeare, for instance, right? Shakespeare was meant to be watched, of course, right? But you gotta read Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. and, and you won't—you won't really understand the choices he's making unless you read the play. Like when you read a script. And then you do the script like, uh, you know, you have to read the script, but you're you're only seeing your choices. But the cool thing with Romeo and Juliet is you have the same source uh, material. Right. And then mm. you have you've got like 10, 20, 30, 40 versions of Romeo and Juliet. And when you when you read it and then you watch it, you can see the different choices that the actors have made, even though the play is the same play, the whole oh. the whole story can change like uh did you see baz lerman's romeo and juliet uh say that again which did, which did, one? did you see uh, leonardo dicaprio and claire danes uh, baz lerman oh, romeo and juliet yeah yeah back in the day yes indeed yeah so there's a moment uh in the play uh you know romeo um well, wakes up uh no um romeo sees juliet's dead and then Romeo drinks the poison and then Juliet wakes up and sees Romeo's dead and she stabs herself. Right. Mm. But in uh, Baz Luhrmann, uh, he just added that one moment where, um, the, the one moment where, um, oh, I forgot which character, but, um, I think it's Juliet. She wakes up. And sees a Romeo drinking the poison, and Romeo just he finishes the poison as he sees Juliet waking up. So like mm-hmm. he's got that moment where oh shit she's not dead she's alive, but mm-hmm. I just drank the poison and now I'm gonna die. And like mm-hmm. that that one like little change made all the difference because you know it, it added a whole level of dramatic tension. That wasn't in the the writing, yeah. But that was a choice added by someone who read it and saw that, like, if I add this one moment in between these two lines, Mm. I can up the dramatic tension, like you know, thirtyfold. Like, I mean, I can change the whole story just by adding this one moment between these two lines, and you you wouldn't know that if you didn't read it. You know, you. That's where that's where you you make it come alive. So you gotta you gotta read, you gotta read. Oh boy, Man, reading is fundamental. Got the 
NBC rainbow flying <laughs> in the background. But yeah, I mean, it does make sense if you're, that's a little acting note, if you're, you know, reading a script that has some source material, which is a play, it makes sense to read the play. Yeah, or even, um, yeah, uh, if you like a movie, uh, go out and uh, buy the script for the movie, read the script, and then watch the movie. See the choices that were made because, you know, their actors make choices, and uh, mm. those choices make all the differences, or all yeah. the bad differences. You know, <laughs> I think I don't think everybody has that kind of time or patience to do that. Well, I mean, if you got time to watch a movie, you got time to read it, right? It's about the same amount of time. Uh, no, depends on depends on the source material, but I mean, hey, I'm just saying, in the modern modern. Per- I mean, you said it yourself. You say entertainers should take the time to do it. The the average person isn't going to do it. I, I'd love this. Like, I don't know if you have viewing parties, but I'd love for you to ask them. Hey, have you read the the books from Game of Thrones and see how many people actually have? It's usually 50-50, but same with comic books. It's like 50-50. Uh, some of them read it. Some of them don't read it. Yeah. But uh, you um, you get a whole another level of appreciation mm. when you read something. So it's not like uh, I'm not I'm not like one of those high and mighty guys saying like, oh, you know, it's tish. You didn't read it. You know, you're not you're not in the know. Yeah. But like when you read it, it's just uh, you you get another level of understanding, which gives you another level of appreciation, which, which gives you another level of enjoyment. So you, you miss out sometimes by not reading. Yeah, this is true. So, re- yeah. Um, I recommend reading. Yeah. <laughs> and I recommend not because I'm a <laughs> modern man. Um, so, so somebody who, who maybe may read or may or may not good old, President uh, Donald Theodore Aloysius Trump, always in the news. Well, what, what, uh, what are you friends with Trump? Huh? What, 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 uh, what, um, on the, 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 the reality TV show that is Trump, what, what happened <laughs> this week? <laughs> I was about to ask you. I just, oh. I, I wanted to know if your friends of his is on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I follow the I follow Trump, Mr. Wow. Trump, President Trump. I follow him. I I do not at all. I, I I try to be as far away from him at any given moment as possible. Well, you don't want to be far away from him there because the best thing Trump does is tweet. <laughs> Trump is one of the best tweeters of Twitter that has uh-huh. ever been. He he's a master Twitter. He's like, I mean, he's, a, he's he's like the greatest comic of our time. He's he's the, uh, I mean, if you're if you like to troll a little bit, you gotta you gotta study Trump because no one trolls better than President Trump. He's he's the greatest troller of all time. He's got a way, like, I mean, he trolled his way to the presidency. He he's yeah. he's so skilled at trolling. He's so good that I mean, like. The Democrats don't even know what's going on because he trolls the shit out of them, you know? Like, when he says stuff, I mean, like, dude, like, even, uh, you know, uh, build the wall, like, that that was just troll, trolling, masterful trolling, you know? He said, like, uh, what did he say? He said, windmills give you cancer? Mm. 
I mean, I don't know. That, yeah, he was saying windmills are bad because, you know, sometimes there's no wind and then you don't have electricity. And then on top of that, windmills give you cancer. Like, I I kind of think he's trolling there because, I mean, unless it's, uh, I don't know the literature on uh, windmills giving you cancer, but I guess we were just talking about it before the um, start of the show. You, you don't like to put the phone to your head, right? Because you're afraid of head cancer, huh? Or, well, whatever radiation or something that goes off, gives off from the cell phone, yeah. So I guess uh, maybe windmills can give you cancer. I don't know. No. Well, I mean, I'm surprised just about water doesn't give people cancer nowadays. I don't or know. Like, in, uh, Flint, Flint, Michigan, it gives you cancer, right? Oh, no. Well, I mean, hell, <laughs> even walking my dog, it's like, I love how I, let's say, walk by a school, they say, you know, they have signs posted, hey, chemicals here on this property have been known to, you know, give you risk of cancer or, you know, weird shit like that. Or even in your car, I don't that there's actually a warning like that on cars nowadays. So well, know, I mean, don't uh, ride, get a horse and buggy or I take the risk of getting cancer from driving my vehicle. I think uh, the literature says that uh, most likely you're going to get prostate cancer but usually you die of old age before the prostate cancer kills you. Mm. So, I mean, maybe, maybe everything gives you cancer. Maybe, <laughs> maybe life gives you cancer and then you die yeah. from it. Yeah. But, but yeah, let's get back on to Trump. Cause yeah, I don't want to feel like we, 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 we took like what, 20 minutes to talk about Shazam. Let's take a little more time to talk about the president of the free world. Let's see if I got any Trump news. I guess uh, uh, there's a Mueller report and then um, what he, he's going to shut down the Mexico border and we weren't going to have avocados and everyone was really <laughs> sad. <laughs> well, funny thing is, I hate, I love guacamole. I hate avocados. I don't know. Well, I don't know if that's a thing, right? Because if you like guacamole, you like avocados. You just like them mushed up with stuff in it. No, but I mean, there's there's people who love tomatoes, hate ketchup, or love ketchup. Wait. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing over. But yeah, there's people who, you know, have that same type of dichotomy there. Well, I mean, I think if you like ketchup, you like tomatoes. You just don't like tomatoes without a lot of salt and shit in them. No, I think I don't know. That's what I would yeah. say. But I, I, maybe you're right. But I, I, I think I've had some of a guacamole without added stuff. It's just mashed up, and the texture isn't as weird. So then you like uh, you like avocados. You just like them smashed up. Okay. I mean, you know, some people don't like baked potatoes, but you like mashed potatoes, right? It's still liking potatoes. I would think. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> some people, yeah. Some people might have a different, that the dilemma of, of somebody with OCD. I don't have OCD. To tell you the truth, I think I, I, I'd be okay with giving up uh, avocados for building the wall, the Great Wall of Mexico. <laughs> but how would that affect you in good old Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Well, I mean, it affects everyone. There's a there's a lot of stuff coming through um, Mexico, like a lot of the drug mm. epidemics. It, it it affects everyone. But I think even building that wall, 
drugs and stuff will still get through. They they will get through, but it will be harder. It's all about making it a little bit harder, you know. Even if it's one percent, two percent harder, why mm. not give it a shot? Now yeah. you know what we should do. We should take all the the military dudes out of uh, the Middle East and just send them down to Mexico. And and it's um it's funny because you know the the Democratic Party they're the party of uh, anti racism, and mm. they're the group of the most racist people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you got Hillary Clinton calling all black people super predators. You mm. got, you know, you got, um, what well, you got two, um, uh, Muslim senators that are like, they're anti-Semitic. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been. And they're, they're not even kind of anti-Semitic. And you got yeah. like Obama has pictures with Louis Farrakhan. And Louis Farrakhan, oh. he calls Jewish people cockroaches and says we should exterminate them. Whoa! Yeah, like I'm, did you did you hear um <clears throat> did you hear uh Louis Farrakhan's speech the other day? I didn't know he was still giving speeches anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's. I'm, I mean, he's still the head of uh, he, the. He's oh still, wow! Yeah, he's still the leader, but um. Yeah. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon to bring about the end of the civilization of the Jews. Like those words came out of his mouth. And this is like a, I mean, you know, this is a, a kind of mainstream person on the in the Democrats. You know, like he's not a Democrat, but you know, they take pictures with him. They invite him to the funerals. Like, I mean, he, he's like, a, I mean, he's a bad, a bad dude. He's he's. So, so you'd say he went to Joe McCain's funeral or John McCain's funeral? Or? Well, I don't know if he went to John McCain's funeral, but I remember uh, a recent. Aretha Franklin, um, uh, her funeral. Louis Farrakhan oh. was sitting next to Bill Clinton. Wow! Like they were sitting right next to each other, and I believe, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, was uh, uh, Al Sharpton, you know, the, oh. the the leader of the black people. <laughs> oh boy, he ain't the leader of my black ass. No, I, I know it's a uh, South Park. Uh, South Park Oof. made a joke of it because uh, um, one of the characters said, "No, um." Uh, Reverend Al Sharpton said it was okay, and then you know, Token, he's like, Well, he's not the leader of the black people, but sometimes the Democrats oh. think he is. Uh, yeah, or they think that we have one leader that we all don't have different opinions on different issues. Well, I mean, but, yeah. d- didn't you talk about um, Al Sharpton at the last family reunion? Uh, we did not, <laughs> no, you know, the the the, the black people family reunion that we all go to (laughs) (laughs) i I need to i need to pay my dues and update my membership yeah where we eat ribs and fried chicken and drink orange soda (laughs) (laughs) great purple purple drink yeah purple it's like like, give me some more purple (laughs) or something i don't know yeah that al sharpen well he is something else well, I mean, you know, he's a um he's not that good of a person either. You know, he um 
he basically like had a Hasidic Jew lynched. Oh yeah, I, I, lynched. Like no, I mean he had uh, he basically called for them to go out and like uh, like he died. This uh, this Jewish guy died. Oh yeah. I mean, Ashafton pretty much had this dude lynched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard about that. He went to a place because because what what the I believe the uh, owner of a shop was getting kicked not kicked out but the 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 person who owned the property was raising the uh rent and since the person couldn't pay for the rent of the unit he had to kick him out just the fact that he was black really didn't matter and then al sharpen go went in and and what do you say he he decided to what start a riot almost. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, not almost. He started a riot, and then this guy was uh, killed. I don't, I don't know why. I didn't know that there was a rent issue, but I know like, yeah. it ended up with a a, a Hasidic Jew being killed. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, imagine if a Republican did that shit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I'd be speechless. <laughs> like oh, I yeah. mean. The, the thing about the Democrats, like, so, like, you know, they're, they're, um, they're bad Republicans, but, like, uh, when a Republican does something bad, like, we, like, uh, they're ostracized. Like, you know, David Duke? Like, I uh-huh. mean, like, David Duke has been ostracized, you know, like, uh, the mainstream uh-huh. uh, right, they, they mm-hmm. hate David Duke, you know, they, they, yeah. they, they talk yeah. shit about him. They're like, dude, this guy's not one of us. But then you get, <laughs> you get like, um, the, the Democrats, you get, like, Two actual Democratic senators, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Are we trying to wrap this up. Or? Oh, I mean, I got. Uh, so you're, um, you're Christian or Catholic? Both. I, 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 I'd say I, I, I believe in God. I try to go to church when I can. I've been baptized. I follow the Lord. So, but uh, I, what? I what um, I don't get marked down on the politics of. Being Baptist, Southern Baptist. Well, if you go to church, what kind of church would you go to? Uh, mainly Baptist one, but I mean, I've been to different different denominations. Well, there's a uh, there's two stories about that in the news. So, uh, Chicago, they they elected um, a black, uh, openly gay, um, I think mayor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, um, the, uh, I read this article in CNN because you know CNN uh, they're progressive so they they like to trash religion, but um, mm-hmm. so the the people who um, elected uh, this uh, woman uh, were, were the black church goers. Without without the black church community, she she wouldn't have been elected. You know, so the the black. I'm sorry, uh, go back. You're saying the people who elected her and then you faded out. So say oh, it yeah, so the people who, who elected her were black churchgoers, which is because without their vote, she can't win. And because mm-hmm. they endorsed her, she won. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, CNN was trying to uh, throw shade on this because they're like, these churchgoers elected her, but she wouldn't be allowed in her church because religion is evil kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, they don't, they don't understand. Like, that's how Christians are. Like Christians, they believe that homosexuality is a sin but just because they believe that the act is a sin doesn't mean they think the person is bad. Yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. that they would elect her shows this. And this mm. should be a good thing, but the 
this article yeah. in CNN made it uh, made it a bad thing uh, by calling them hypocrites, and that's just the the, the world we live in, where uh, people don't really understand that distinction. Yeah. By the way, uh, I am a Shinto Buddhist. In case anyone wants to know what my religion is, because hmm. I know even at my church there are some, you know, homosexual people who go there. Some of them are some good friends of mine. I love talking about God with them and hanging out with them. I've been to many a wedding with two people forming a union. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I just think, I think uh, for the most part, like uh, this is the common belief uh, with all Christians. And I think the mainstream media doesn't understand this. Mm. They don't, they don't understand that just because they might think uh, this act is a sin mm. that you can't separate the person from their sinful yeah, but, act. And yeah. uh, they, they don't like talk about things like that. Cause like George Bush is an alcoholic. But you know the Christians elected George Bush, like mm. and uh, that's also a sin because they 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 can separate the two. Because mm. I mean, uh, there's lots of sins, and and uh, we we do all the sins, and that's why why we have a religion to. Keep but it doesn't seat. mean it doesn't mean just because you do the one sin, you're you're a bad person. But yeah. I'm I'm not a Christian, so I I can't speak for them. But this is my take on the religion. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, we should say tis tis CNN for being um, <laughs> dishonest. All and, right. Uh, the second thing uh, is uh, for the first time uh, in the history of America, athe- atheism becomes the largest religion in America. 23.1% of the people of the population are atheists, which uh, edges out, just edges out Catholics and uh, evangelicals. It's up 266% in 30 years. Protestants are just 10% of the population. The largest group of atheists are millennials and teenagers. Hmm. And incidentally enough, uh, the suicide rate Mm-hmm. Uh, among teenagers is up 70% since 2006. Say, say that again? The suicide rate of who? Teenagers. Uh, teenagers who make up the, the largest uh, group of atheists. Mm-hmm. Suicide rates are up 70% uh, with teenagers and as is depression. As uh, psychologists have linked uh, uh, religion to, to life satisfaction uh, satisfaction. So people hmm. who are religion, who are religious, are usually more satisfied with life, which uh, we're seeing uh, a rise in uh, the American suicide rate that's coinciding with the rise of atheism in America. So there's probably a connection there. And uh, hmm. doing doing this I research, I, I I I learned a really cool um, factoid. The word, the word mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. comes from the word cult because culture is usually defined by religion. Like uh, the, the uh, part of your culture is the group's religion. So the word culture comes from the word cult. Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting? Yes, that is. That is interesting. 
And I just want to also say that uh, as of today, this moment in history, my intake of butter pecan ice cream has also reached an all-time high. And there you go. So that's why uh, you weren't grumpy this week, because uh, you, you, you got some food. Oh, not just food, but butter pecan ice cream. I haven't had this. I haven't even eaten ice cream in years. But either way, I guess I'm going to head out because I've got some stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think, uh, um, what is it? It's the 7th. So, um, yes. oh, Hellboy comes out next week. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about some Hellboy. Okay. Uh, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about Pet Cemetery, but I'd love to hear. I actually do plan on seeing that. Do you want? I can. I can. Um, I can uh, give my take on Pet Cemetery. But to tell you the truth, um, well, I went to see it. it. Let's save it since I haven't seen it. Oh well, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I went to see it and I had fallen asleep. So I'll go watch it again and try not really? to fall asleep. But you don't think that by that that uh, you falling asleep was telling you something? Were you just falling asleep because you were tired? No, no, no. Or I fell asleep as a conscious a- decision because I was like. Holy shit, I can't believe I'm sitting here in this piece of shit garbage movie. I'm gonna mm. go to sleep and use my time wisely. <laughs> no, I don't want it. But then you a, don't think that's gonna happen again? No, I mean, I could just stay awake. Like, I, I mean, I actually made a conscious oh. choice to go to sleep. Like, and it wasn't oh, that, man. um, I didn't even think it was garbage. It's just like, um, <laughs> it was, it was slow. And I'm like, do we need another pet cemetery movie? I don't know, but I'll watch it again. It was. Like you know, I have the movie pass, so I get three free oh. movies a week. So why not watch Pet Cemetery again? But this time, I'm not buying popcorn. Oh, there you go. But I mean, you're talking about time, time and stuff. It's like, the, to be honest, I don't walk out or fall asleep in many movies. But I think one movie a couple years back with uh, Johnny Depp Finding Neverland, the one where he was he was supposedly playing the yeah, the I know this the movie. Yeah, I fell asleep about halfway through that movie. I never went back to see that movie because I was just like, this movie is not what I expected. I I I bawled my eyes out in that movie. I was like crying the whole time. There's like tears coming out of my eyes. I was like, oh. Yeah, I I was not a happy camper. Well, I like those type of movies because uh um you know I I I consider myself a writer even though. No one reads my shit or gives a fuck about me, but mm-hmm. I, I I like to call myself a writer, and you know, so I love uh, watching movies like this. Like, uh, there's a new I one coming out. That, hmm. You you like watching stories about a writer who you know made it and is able. Well, to I mean, not them. even not um, not about making it, but I like to see like what inspired them. You know, their muses. There's a mm-hmm. um, there's a movie coming out that like. I I've been, like I've wanted to write this movie my whole life, and they, it's actually coming out. It's uh it's basically Finding Neverland, but it's with uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay. And uh, you probably know who he is, right? He's the Lord of the Rings creator. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, one of the first books I read was was The Hobbit. So like, I mean, that that that's like it. Uh, like uh, Tolkien is, uh, you know, one of my um heroes. Even though I don't like I know a little bit about about his life, but I mean his works, you know, like it's Tolkien. He's the 
grandfather of fantasy. We're talking oh, yeah. about um, Game of Thrones. You know, there'd be no Game of Thrones without Tolkien. So uh, I would, I would I like think, to. I think what? you said that wrong. Hmm? There'd be no. Oh yeah, no, you said it right. There'd be no Game of Thrones without Tolkien's work. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no fantasy without Tolkien. There's no high fantasy. Like, there's no, no orcs, no elves, no, well, they're elves, but they're like Santa helper elves, but the elves that, you know, have the bow and arrows. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, like, there's no orcs. There's like that whole high fantasy world is Tolkien. There's probably not even Harry Potter, you know? There's probably no Harry Potter without Tolkien. I, like, I think there's a, a movie similar to that, uh, the, like the Finding Neverland or the other one you're talking about. It's about the uh, the writer team who created Wonder Woman. I think that came out a year ago, but I only saw it when I was watching the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World uh, DVD and the trailer was there. It's like, hmm, I might want to check that out. Oh, yeah. It's actually interesting because Wonder Woman is a, a really funny character because uh, she's She's, you know, female empowerment. Mm-hmm. But uh, Wonder Woman was created as a, a like a um, S&M female yeah, yeah. character. Very interesting. It, yeah, it was all about bondage and weird stuff. But um, yeah, Wonder Woman is a... Uh, but it's cool because it, it kind of shows you how you can create something. And like mm-hmm. when, when you create it, it, it becomes alive, you know, and it, it becomes its own thing. And so what what Wonder Woman was created for and what she is, they're two different things. And that's just the way it works. That's why that's why we watch movies and tell stories. There you go. So on that note, for sure. Oh, wait, you got you got it. Um, it's the end of the show. The end of the show, we got uh, the, the, you know, something good or something interesting that you've uh, experienced in this last week of life. Well. I think I uh, it's it's a good thing that I I know better who my friends are and who my friends aren't because I'm still going through this whole uh, small claims issue and yeah the homeowner is still a douchebag but yeah to you well I mean uh, that's a good thing you know you got to reload Jordan Pearson because uh, life is a uh, Jordan Pearson says life is tragic and that's a good thing because as you deal with tragedy is how you um, find your purpose and and most oh most things that life throws at you we have the ability to to deal with and that's that's a good thing. This so, is very true. So when, when when shit like that happens to you, it's like that's your dragon. You gotta go and fight it. And you know, as I was saying, uh, I have a fake wife, so I have a dragon <laughs> story there, and uh, I'll tell you guys about that later. But um, as far as this week, uh, there's a show. It's called American Gods. It's based off of a Neil Gaiman book. Uh, it's a, I like it. I like the show. I like the book a lot better, like a lot, lot better. It's, they're not even comparable, but the show is, is good. And it's, it's a good show to watch, especially for you non-readers out there, because uh, oh. you, you, you learn a lot about uh, where, where stories come from. Like there's a... The uh, there's an antidote in American Gods that uh, they talk about, and it's you know it's a common uh, thing we all talk about. But the greatest story ever written is uh, is on the on the dollar bill, 
because you have a piece of paper mm-hmm. and it's worth nothing. But because mm-hmm. because of a story, people kill for it, they die for it, they buy castles and yachts with it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that gives this piece of paper any kind of value is the story that we've written upon it. So it shows you how important a story is. As a now, as, is a word of wisdom. Yeah. The more you know. As Jordan Peterson says, fiction isn't truth. Fiction is truer than truth. A story is truer than truth. Hmm. All right. And on that note, we are at the end of our show. And bye. So we'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hold on. Let's not do that because I don't want to get some copy infringement issues. Let's go same heathen time, same heathen channel. All right. Same heathen time, same heathen channel. How was my radio voice this week, by the way? Uh, I thought it was good. I think uh, like every now and then I like when you fade out and I'm not sure if, you know, on your end, it shows that you're uh, that, that we disconnected. I do try to, you know, try to help and say, hey, you kind of broke up there. Repeat what you said, because I didn't hear it. And I can only imagine when you play it back, if you if you hear it on your end. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I've been I've been working on my dictation. Uh, I was in the car and the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Wow. <laughs> I, literally, I literally I wake up, brush my teeth, tell you, hey, I'm ready to go. And voila. Peter I was, Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Damn, dog, you're going whole hoggy right there. <laughs> All right, but, I'll see you next I week. I think this one was, was a good one. But you're still saying episode one again. This is going to be our episode one? or well, last, week, last week was uh, episode 1A. But uh, as I as I listened to it, it sounded fine. So um, I figured uh, we can just start. We don't have to do alpha beta test anymore. I think this is fine. So that's why I called it episode one, because this is official episode one. So you aren't going to even? No, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll throw up the other one, but uh, um, uh, in the other one we said Alpha One. Oh. But this one we're just gonna start calling Episode One, Episode Two, Episode Three. Yeah, because because I know for sure that us talk that'll get some hits or views, as they say, or listens. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um. We we got to up our comedy game, but like that, it just happened naturally as we we get some um, camaraderie with each other. Some some what's what's the word? Some chemistry. We got to get our chemistry, but I think our chemistry is good because uh, uh, we work well together. I tried this with a couple other people, and um, like personality wise, like uh, our personalities uh, fit uh, uh, better, you know. Well, I mean, I know you before this. I don't know how many of these are, how long you've known these other people. But like I said, I've known you, what, a good 10 years now? Maybe even longer. Yeah, 10, 15. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, compared to the half the shit I'm going through now, it's like, 
your 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 whole your old attitude is something well missed on this side of the of the world, sir. Yeah, my old attitude used to be my my young attitude, but now that I'm old, it's it's been my old attitude. I'm gonna cut that because that wasn't funny at all. <laughs>